What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. It's good to be back with you, glad with you here on another episode of the podcast. We're continuing on through the book of Ephesians, and uh, so where we are in the text yesterday, we've heard, we're, we're going verse by verse, and we've heard kind of these, like, the, the intro to the letter of Ephesians that Paul is writing, and so we've seen, you know, hey, I'm, I'm a saint, I'm blessed, I'm forgiven, those kind of things, and so today is the I'm chosen I'm chosen, and we see that clearly in, in Paul and his address to the Ephesians. And so uh, yesterday we had Nick talking about how we're blessed, and today we're going to talk about being chosen. And so let me begin off by saying, um, you know, this is, like I had, I think last week, a text that people argue about. This is definitely one that people argue about, and there are different views. And in, in the history of the church, I mean, thousands of years, people have argued about this until they're, they're red in the face and huffing and puffing. And so... We're not doing that on this podcast. Like, I, I just want to pray right now before we get into that. We will touch on it to let you know, hey, it's an issue. We'll, we'll kind of, it's more of a deeper dive than what you've heard in the sermon before. But Brady has taught on this, I think, the, the past, I think, four, four something years ago. Nick taught on it recently. But to today's, it is going to be a deep dive talking specifically about that. But more than that, um, not just the debate itself, but that application is something practical for everybody uh, who, who's reading God's Word with us today. And so let me begin by praying. Father, thank you so much for this podcast. Thank you so much that we get to do deep dives like this. I pray that your Holy Spirit would in, enlighten our minds to see your Word, even the things that maybe are more contentious, maybe things that one person might see differently than another and have disagreements over. Father, we pray for unity in the church. We pray that we would have these discussions, or not have the discussions well, uh, and that ultimately our hearts and minds will glorify you and that we are doing what you have called us to do. And so thank you for your word. Thank you for this time. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Well, I'm picking up in Ephesians 1, just verses 4 through 5. So just those two verses. Now, in Greek, when Paul's writing this introduction, in, in you know, there's no punctuation kind of like what we have in English. So it is a run-on uh, so, you know, verse four isn't like the beginning of the sentence. It's part, you know, picks up part way. So yesterday you all heard, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, comma. And then so verse four says, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him, period, in love. He predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will. So I'll read it again. Even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him, in love he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will. So here are these descriptors. He's, his run-on sentence that's that's it. That's verse four through five, and he is talking about being chosen, being predestined. Now, I want to say by you know, of course, there's two different views on this. There's actually more than two, but you know, people argue about it. We've talked about that before. Uh, we're going to talk specifically about the the chosen part of it. I want us to begin by saying, who's Paul writing this letter to? He's writing it to Christians. So when we say 
you know, hey, you're chosen, you're predestined, you know, he, he's already writing to Christians. Now, inevitably, the question comes up is, well, what about people who aren't Christians? What about, well, that's not who Paul is writing to. But the question does come up, and it is certainly seen in other points in Scripture of what, who's saved, who's not saved, how does predestination, what do you mean by predestination, uh, how is being chosen and or not chosen fall into that, what is the relationship between God's providence, his sovereignty, his predestination, what do you mean by that, and man's choice, man's free will, man's responsibility. And so there's books and books and books and books talking about the relationship between God's sovereignty and man's responsibility. I've read a bunch of them, in fact, I've had to write at least four papers, research theses on uh, on this topic, and while I'm getting my seminary degree. So, anyways, it's one of those things. There's tons of different nuances to it. We don't have time for it all. What I would encourage you today, uh, I have another book recommendation for you. And so, if you're listening to this, and this is something that you're interested in, excited about, or maybe uh, disgruntled about, I mean, there's that too, right? Let's just be honest. Uh, I would recommend a book to you called Hand in Hand by Randy Alcorn. And so that's Hand in Hand. The t- subtitle is The Beauty of God's Sovereignty and Meaningful Human Choice. Hand in Hand by Randy Alcorn. And so I would definitely recommend that. And this topic is one of the ones I get the most emails, questions, and people want to talk about like this topic. And so definitely, I always recommend this book as, as a good one. Now, full disclosure, like I said, the last podcast where I had a contentious issue is that People have a viewpoint on this, right? I have a viewpoint on this. Like everybody's going to like, so there's biases, right? But the question is how you deal with that and how you relate to others. And so I think this book, particularly he, uh, Randy Alcorn, he, he, uh, he's, he, he's objective, right? And I think this is what's, what's really good is, is knowing all of the, of the viewpoint, like if you're disagreeing with someone, then know what it is that you're disagreeing with. And maybe they believe this and they, they, well, maybe they don't actually believe that. And so do you actually understand what that person believes? And I think he does a great job of doing that, being objective. He softens the the, the, the debate, makes it very approachable. You know, he, he lays out like, hey, here's this one. Here's here's the strengths of this view and here's the weaknesses of it. Here's here's kind of where I'm at. Here's the strengths of that, but here's also the weaknesses. And this relates to that way and this and this person disagrees. Okay, all right, you you think this and I think like so he's very it's approachable and it's just a great book. If that's something that interested you, that's my recommendation. So let me talk about it really quickly. Again, Paul's writing to Christians. And I think this text is pretty clear, you know, that if you're a Christian it's because you've been chosen and predestined. I, th- I think that's just it's just clear in the text. Even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, right? So before we thought of anything or said anything, you know, that we should be holy and blameless before him, right? A, a, a Christian is predestined to look like Jesus. They've been justified and they will be sanctified. They have been sanctified. They are being sanctified. They're ho- being holy and blameless, right? That's, that's, that's a sure thing. It's been predestined. And then in verse five, here's the crux of this whole whole argument. Like, in love, he predestined us. So whatever you think about predestination, whatever you think about this person, whatever that person thinks, like, no matter what we do, we must, we have to associate these two words, chosen predestination with love. So no matter what we think about, it's God is loving us. It's the most loving thing to do. And so where I'm kind of at, me personally on this issue, as I would call myself a compatibilist, I believe that God is fully sovereign. I think that he is in, in, in control of creation and, and all of the outcomes and all that, that kind of stuff. So he's, 
all means all, right? So he's all sovereign. Like he's his he whatever he created, he has the authority to wield his his providential power over. That's what sovereignty means. So he's all he's God, right? He's omnipotent. He's all powerful, and he's all sovereign. So he's comprehensively sovereign. Yet I'm responsible, and I have real human freedom. And I think those two things are compatible. Like, I think that God's comprehensive sovereignty is compatible with my meaningful human freedom and my meaningful human choice. See, here, Paul is writing to Christians. So he's saying chosen, predestined, blah, blah, blah. Right. He's not writing to unbelievers. What You know what he writes to unbelievers? Repent. Put your faith and trust in Christ. Like, believe. Right. You do this. Right. He's telling, he's commanding them to put their, you know, using their will to choose Jesus. And so how does that work out? I don't know. I can only tell you that that it works out, like that God's sovereignty is compatible with human responsibility. They're compatible, they're hand in hand, and and you know they're they're good friends, right? And so that's just kind of where I'm at. I think Scripture we we read the full counsel of Scripture, and there's certain texts like this. I don't know, like all right, this one too. Yeah, like I just think there's enough that we have to appeal to mystery ultimately. Man, I don't understand. I just, I, I don't know how it works out. I know that it works out. And so that's kind of what I would leave us today. So you're listening to this and you're like, okay, this is just a theology lecture and I don't really care, Cloud. Can you, can you give me something practical to, 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 to start my day, right? Like, well, I think this is super practical because hopefully you're a Christian today, right? And so if you are, think about being chosen. And that's an exciting thing. In love, he chose us. He, you know, have you ever heard someone say like, well, um, uh, there are winners and losers. You know, not everybody gets a participation medal, and you know, that's just the way of the world. I mean, you know, that's true, right? There's winners and losers in, in our society, and, you know, you know, playing sports or growing up, or whatever, like, there's a winner and there's a loser, right? Well, here in Ephesians and elsewhere in the Bible, we see in God's economy, it's different, right? All of sin, all have fallen short of the glory of God, so we're all losers, right? In God's economy, God chooses losers, and that is the most amazing thing today. Like you're chosen and then you're not a loser anymore. Like because you've been chosen, you're going to be holy and blameless before him. You know, you're going to be adopted. You're going to be an heir, a co-heir, like all these things that we could say, like, yay, that's a win. And so think about that today. We talked about how we're, we're a saint, we're, we're forgiven, we're blessed. You're chosen. You've been picked. Like what other area in, in workplaces, in, in sports, in, you know, the way of the world, right? And what other area does the loser get picked? Like the last person to be picked at kickball is the first in God's economy. And to that is what we rejoice in today. It's a miracle and it's something that we should rejoice in. In love, God predestined us. In love, God chose us. And that's something that we can be excited about and be energized about. And also be energized to go share the gospel with others and fulfill the Great Commission. You're chosen. Now go fulfill the Great Commission. And that's something that we can rejoice in today. I hope this has helped you guys, that you've been encouraged by this. Again, if you have any questions, shoot me an email, andrew.cloud at newvisionlife.com. And you all have a great day, and we'll see you back tomorrow for another episode of the podcast. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.